HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by TechServe, New York's original and still the best Apple computer, iPod, and iPhone store and repair shop. For more information, visit TechServe.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food. We talk about music with musical dudes. Finger on the pulse, snacky tunes.
Snacky Tunes. I'm one half your host, Darren Bresnitz. That was just XNY with Orange, I want to say. Got it. Uh, they're going to be playing later. It's great. Uh, now that we're on Sundays, the beer is flowing. There's some macaroons in the house. I got my iced coffee. It's great. Uh, Greg is over in London. Uh, just being awesome for two and a half weeks with Ace Hotel. And a big shout out to Taste Talks um, and Elle Magazine, who had us on a panel with uh, Dale Talday and Carl McCoy yesterday. We talked about chef horror stories, and I was relaying one meat fork to the eye story before. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, uh, I want to welcome back to the show one of our dear, dear friends, a real French madame, <laughs> or Mademoiselle Francaise. Francois, Francois, close. Uh, Anna Polanski, welcome uh, to the show. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? How's your summer? Good, good. We um, that's great. We did LA for the first time. So yeah. Who's we? I'm sorry. Yeah. So I, uh, I, uh, we have this thing called the fooding, uh, and so we do. We have a guide in France, but we do a lot of um, events that mix food with music and art and art spaces. Um, so we've been doing this in America for five years and uh, we started LA for the first time. Talk to me about LA. What did you find was the biggest difference of New York scene, food scene versus LA food scene? Well, it's only starting there. I mean, in terms of like creative restaurant scene. Overall. You know, um, I think I, I think they're much more chill about it. They're less, you know, it's because it's starting, they don't have this, you know, geeky, foodie system. Yeah. So people are more chill and more enthusiastic, I thought. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, it's so cosmopolitan. It's really fun. It's cool. So talk to me about the event. I mean, it was a giant success. Sold out. It sold out. And where was it? Um, it was at the Geffen, which is the, um, oh, you know, Mocha. Oh my god! Um, and it was so we did the same thing as what we did PS One five mm -hmm. years ago. So it was the love story between Paris and LA, and uh, we had chef, musicians, and graphic designers who came from Paris. What were the highlights? Um, and the highlights actually Inaki of Le Chateau Briand. Oh, oh, do you like Inaki? Oh, I had no idea <laughs> that you amazing. had affection um, for Inaki. Yeah, well, he's the ambassador, you yeah. know. Um, but also, um, yeah, the Koji track was amazing. He did a great taco. Um, David Lynch did a playlist. Uh, oh, M83 yeah. was DJing. I mean, they were all awesome. M83 DJ. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was cool. We also had this uh, this T-shirt. So Shepard Ferry was doing a Je I Love Paris T-shirt. And Andre was doing the J'aime Los Angeles. Um, it was fun. And again, people were, you know, very enthusiastic. It's, uh, I feel like they don't have so many food stuff and food events yet in LA. So, you know, it's not as saturated as in New York. And, uh, and that was cool. Musicians were happy. Yeah, I feel like L.A., I mean, you know, so much of the modern food scene, it, you know, like during the World's Fair in the early 1900s came to New York, especially with the whole French. Like, that's really where it, that sort of, like, hot cuisine started. Yeah. And then it also sprung up in Berkeley and San Francisco, but L.A. is just sort of taking its time. Yeah. I mean, for a while, L.A. was not great, a great place to eat. I mean, it's super solid in terms of street food and ethnic food, you know. No, but even restaurants New York now. big times, but yeah, the restaurant world is definitely... I mean, L.A. is now one of the cities where I really have to plan, and I know I'm not going to get to all the places I want to go to. Yeah, definitely. Um, and what, So what's going on with the guide this year? You know, we never really talk about the guide when you're on. We always just talk about the events. Yeah. So talk to me about the guide, if, 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 assuming I've never picked one up. So it's... Um, it started 13 years ago in France, and it was basically the anti-Michelin at the time. So it was this idea of, you know, having younger people, cooler Did you come people. out swinging? Did oh. you 
market as like anti-Michelin? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's not. I mean, it's not so much what we communicate on anymore. And we we do sell more than the Michelin now in France. Boom. Actually, bam, that's it. Bam. Um, so yeah, we. <laughs> no, so we, we'd uh, we'd love to do that in America. It's probably the next step. It's much harder to do events. You know, I mean, having a guide and editors and stuff. But um, but you it's do it cool. the same way where you're like a whole secret society of the fooding tasters and things like that. It's the most, yeah, anonymous um, testing. So we, we have like 50 journalists and we retest every year. And uh, that allows us to discover Young Chef and to then, you know, work with them on events. So that's, that's fun. Yeah. Do you do food events in Paris for the fooding? Yeah, we do 10 per year, actually. Wow. Yeah. But what are those like? I've never been to a food event out in Paris. What's the vibe? Well, it's not foodie at all, speaking of non-foodie. Really? Because, you know, foodie... For you to say that Paris is non-foodie no, sounds... It's very much about like food, but people... You know, it's, uh, the relationship to food is much more normal in France. Like, you know, we don't really have that sterification of chef and these, like, food gossips. It's more, um, yeah, people like to eat, and that's it, basically. That's it? Yeah. Oh, just oh, I just I like eating, and that's it. There's no, I mean, there's some. It's people, not a statement to like good food. You know what I mean? It's not. I like feel like that some people worship at the temple in Paris and food and things like that. No, I mean this whole new movement with Anaki and all those guys. But Parisians don't wait online to go there. When you go there, it's filled with like, with foreigners actually who oh. worship it. But I mean, you know, it's just that we love food. We're obsessed with food, but it's not uh, a statement, and it's not. Uh, part, it's, you're not part of an elite if you know about food or like food, basically. So when you go to Paris, where do you eat? Um, I do mostly wine bars. That's what we miss in New York, I feel. Um, well, so you know, we got ten bells. Yeah, it would be what, what you have at Estella right now is very Parisian. Shout out to Thomas Ignacio. Yeah, those guys are the best. Amazing. Um, so yeah, so you know it's been going well, and uh, we're coming back with this new event in two weeks. Yeah, but we're gonna talk about that. In Later. a second. Okay. We're going to talk about that in a second. So, over like the last couple of years, what have you been most proud about about La Fooding? I think it's um, it's funny because when we started, we never thought we had anything to bring to New York because there are so many events and, and people. Um, and, and I feel like here the battle was not anti Michelin because there isn't this, you know, uh, old guards tradition here. But I feel like we're definitely bringing something um, more chill and laid back. Again, anti-foodie, I would say. So, you know, we... Anti-foodie. Yeah. I mean, it's just so crazy because when I think about your events, they're so food-driven. They are food-driven, but they're also in, you know, they're outside of the restaurants. It brings artists right. as well and non-food people and, and the crowd. You do have foodies, obviously, because we have famous chef, but you also have people who come for the for the vibe, for the culture. I mean, it's, it is food-driven, but it's definitely... It, I feel like it puts food in a wider, you know, cultural perspective than just food for food. Okay. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk about this year's upcoming La Fooding thing, which is going to be totally awesome, at one of my favorite spaces in all of Brooklyn right now, um, and it was the home of your now-deceased party. We'll talk about that as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, which I thought was going to be my new Sunday staple. Oh. I know. Yeah, that was cool. We're very sad. Yeah, the neighbors. Two, three, one, two, three.
drove 300 miles today I'm tired but I won't take a break My God, just open up your eyes My God, what can I do to change your mind? Cause no Sorry, you caught me mid-bite, and we're just trading uh, that game of, like, where do you live in New York stories. We have Anna Polanski from the Fooding in-house. Anna, it's so good to see you. Thank you. Hi. I got so used to seeing you every Sunday when you're doing your... Le, is Le Gautier? Le Gautier. Uh, what does that mean? 
Le goûter in, in France is because um, kids don't have dinner so early, so mm. they have a snack after school, like at 5 p.m. Mm. So that's called le goûter. And what was it? So we, um, yeah, we did it at Res, which is this new um, chef residency started by the Franks, the Frankies. Um, so it's in Red Hook, and uh, basically me, Nancy Wang from LCD Sound System, and Sue of Momofuku, and our friend Zach. Um, we just started to do like outdoor house parties, basically. <laughs> that was the concept. It was awesome. It reminded me of like the early days of another infamous Sunday party, uh, <laughs> where I would go. And just like it was, because it was like great music, good food. I and I went because mostly it was like I got to see all the people who, since we worked so much, and you know, like I knew like, like every other week I was going to see everybody, no matter what. Yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, it was very um, very chill. We had um, that girl Courtney who works at Milk Bar in Momofuku, and she did this um, pop up taqueria that was awesome, Casablanca. Um, and yeah, great music, uh, Museum of Love, DJ. We had J Pad from the Knox. Um, great guys. Yeah. Until the neighbors complained. Yeah, community board. So, so we had to start. We did one at um, Battery Harris in Williamsburg, yeah. and we're just. But we want to do it again the fall. We'll just yeah. have to. Yeah, I went to that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was. I mean, Res has a very special vibe. It's yeah, kind of Res is. I mean, it's compete. literally. I mean, people talk about Red Hook being sort of out there. Res is even out there as far as Red Hook standards. There's yeah. like a bus that goes there. There's no train. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. But you could state the... But the vibe is just so special. It's I mean, so it's special. For some reasons. And yeah. you're going to be tapping into that special vibe very soon on the 27th and 28th. Yeah, absolutely. So, LeFooding is back. Le Talk to me about back. the time machine Yeah. Am I so saying that right? The time machine? I mean, I guess, yeah, your accent would be better than mine. Um, well, yeah. depending what language. So, well, yeah. So, it's a play on word between an actual time machine and an inn uh, as in a place where you eat um, so you know we always have a story for the events and this year we're basically making a little bit fun of ourselves and how hipster food has become uh, with, with trends you know, I don't like, know what you're talking about <laughs> as I sit inside a shipping container at Roberta's <laughs> eating artisanal pizza <laughs> But go on, go on. My point, exactly. And, you know, we're, it's not only our fault, but we're partly responsible. So we're kind of making fun of this, you know, by showing how now it works like fashion with trends. Since, and it started since about 30 years ago. Um, but we're also paying tribute to, to some, like, serious trendsetters of the past 30 years. Um, so we identified three trends, um, the fusion food for the 90s, the astronomy for the 2000s, and farm to table. Uh, for the recent years uh, and it's going to be 100 people per night seated wow. with a um, set menu and so you'll have this progression with the 90s starter to southern uh, main and the farm to table dessert um, and it's going to be uh, paired with cocktails too whiskey cocktails so mm. um, Tristan from Booker and Dax is going to do the, the mixology like to southern's cocktail it's a da it's a da we'll have music um, not a band but we'll have this pianist Mike Cassidy who's going to play Hits from each decades. Is he going to play some like Billy Joel? Uh, that's on the list, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, but also, but also Robbie Williams for the 2000s, you know. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Well, my parents explained when they were living in New York in the 70s that Billy Joel was their artist in the way that I think a lot of people maybe see James Murphy yeah. as like our guy who's singing about New York. Billy Joel was their guy. He just got them. He just. <laughs> He knew it. He knew what it was like to live in that uptown, uh, you know, yeah. apartment and things yeah, like that. Yeah, iconic. 
So what are you most excited about for the uh, for the dinners coming up? It's two nights. It's two nights. Is it like, sold out yet? Yeah. Well, we kept a few tickets that oh. we're going to start selling again tomorrow. But um, it basically sold out for everything we've put online. And I just like these uh, formats because, you know, sometimes we do some... The thing I was t speaking about in L.A. was more like standing, picnic, uh, more lines, you know. Um, so I like these seated formats. And it's, it's going to be communal tables. So you get together with people and... Um, the, the lineup is pretty cool too. The Franks are doing the farm to table, love but the love the Franks. But we also have some less obvious um, participants. Um, are there gonna be some surprises? Um, yeah, actually, we do have some surprises. Can you share them with us? No, no listen to the show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't say everything, but it involves Aziz and Sari. That's a surprise. Will um, they be doing a set? No, it's oh. actually food related. But um, so yeah, for Fusion we have Peter Gordon, who is this guy. He had the Sugar Club in the '90s in London, where Madonna would go, Ralph Lauren. It was this sort of holy lounge of fusion food back in the days. The uh, F word. Yeah, <laughs> the F word. But this guy is cool. He he opened Public in New York, and like he keeps doing. Oh yeah. So you know he's Public's actually. Amazing. He's one of the inventors somehow, so it's not, it's actually smart fusion. Um, and then for the bistronomy, we have Yves Condebord, who invented it in Paris, from Le Comptoir du Relais. Uh, See, your accent's better there. Really? <laughs> I'm sure. That. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm happy. It, it's because you, you tend to see, you know, the same people in every food event right now. Uh, Iñaki is one of them. <laughs> the Franks are one of them. So it's kind of exciting to also bring other chefs. Yeah, I think it's really great. Uh, you know, it's... That's the tough thing with these so many food festivals, which have now become like concerts. It's just yeah. a variation on the same lineup. Um, yeah. but you guys are always forward thinking with that type of stuff. We try to. I mean, it, it goes with this whole uh, anti-foodie thing. You know, it's we're basically we're not only about the trendy chef. It's also about people who meant in the past and like smaller people and you know. Well, I mean, last year's event was huge. I mean, it was all over Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, there was a dozen events. It was crazy. Yeah, it was five days. Um, it was called the Brooklyn Fling. Actually, so it was a tribute to this scene. And uh, I met some of my famous, my favorite British guys. Shout out to the Young Turks. The Young Turks, yeah. It was the only time I've ever, <laughs> I don't want to say like, chef crushed out, but like I knew about them. <laughs> did you just say that? Oh I my did. God. <laughs> well, no, because like I mean, they're cool. Like I heard about them before, and then I was at the Sean Brock dinner, and I think I was with you, and you're like those are the Young Turks, and I just went up to them. I was like, I've read about you, I know about your stuff. I want to take you out. Uh, on the town <laughs> with a group of other it was there were other people and I took them out for a night it was we like you know they had just gotten in town right they were yeah they got in town I took them out I did did your standard like we did like mission Chinese to backstage at Webster Hall to rooftop at Lebanon and it's like <laughs> you know all yeah. the old party tricks yeah. they're great though well, but this they're... year and this year is a little bit more concentrated though for, well, I mean, you're not doing five days in a dozen no, events. No, well, we, we sort of focused on L.A. this year because, you know, we're a very small team and, uh, and it was the first time there, so we wanted to do something good. Uh, but it was still important to do something in New York. So, I, you know, it's going to be more intimate and um, it's cool. I like the theme. I think it's very relevant to speak about that right now. Um, if I, I can't tell you how many friends I've lost to L.A. this year. It's the worst joke. It's like, okay, I got it. Very funny. Oh, well. He's taking all my best friends. He, they were all at the footing. <laughs> That's why yeah, I bet they were. <laughs> yeah. Travis, Travis and Sarah yeah. and all of them. Albert's out there too now. He's moving. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, anyway, so as we wrap up, 
And I know that you're always looking at restaurants. What's on your uh, must-eat list restaurants for the fall? Oh, well, I mean, I'm not going to... It's not a revolution, but Estela, that we just spoke about, is definitely... You should go back. They were on our show if you want to listen to the podcast. They were great. It's, Those yeah, two. I will. I mean, they're amazing, and they they were already amazing, you know, separately, and now they're together. It's just incredible. It's really amazing uh, yeah. to see uh, Thomas Ignacio. I mean, they're both married, I think, and they're... but. They definitely have, like, a relationship as a couple, being, like, a chef and a som and, like, being business partners. I mean, you have to. Yeah. Like, Greg and I went out to dinner with them, and it felt very much like a double date. <laughs> Even though Greg is my twin brother, it was a very much like, we're partners, and you're partners in business. And yeah. Anyway. Bromance. Bromance. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much bromance. Uh, no, they're cool, and it's very, you know, pure and solid, and they're not trying to too much concept it's just really straightforward it's straightforward it's, it's straightforward and refreshing in a way that I haven't seen in a while yeah um, so that's great I love these guys at Gladys that for some reasons no one really Where? found that about for now but it's incredible Gladys it's in Crown Heights okay um, Mike has the Maurice Grilled Cheese truck too and the chef Nick um, was at Frenny's before um, it's incredible I mean it's just delicious and it's, I mean, it's in Crown Heights. So I feel it's probably why no one speaks about it for now. But yeah, Crown Heights. Um, have you been to Glassery yet? Yeah. Love it. Top notch. Great. Yeah. So good. Yeah, Greg sent me there, actually. That's because <laughs> I sent him anyway. We had a very nice there with Justin. Oh, got a shout it out. Stacy and Justin Cherno. Congratulations on their baby boy, Felix. Did it happen? I have a photo. I'll show it to you. Oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, but shout out. Justin of Turing Machine. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. <laughs> That's right. That's a couple cool. of Jews in the house. Did you have a nice Yom Kippur? Did you fast? <laughs> no, not this year. Yeah. Did you? No. No. My mom called me. You just did the dinner at the end of the fast. I know. Without fasting. Yeah. I, I, on Friday night, I was uh, I had gotten some like Chinese spare rib takeout. My mom texted me. She's like, I hope you have a nice fast. <laughs> I'm just like, ah. I was like, you too. <laughs> um, well, Anna, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having me oh. again. And- Yes, and so what are the uh, nuts and bolts? What's the website? Oh yeah, so check it's. Uh, do you want to say it with your accent because it's going to be lefooding.com. Legrandfooding.com. Right? Is it clear? Yeah. No, well, I'm looking at no. It's lefooding.com. So that's the guide. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want no, to, no, you can also get to the. If you want to get to the event, you oh, can also get to it. Yeah, legrandfooding.com. Easier. Is right. there an e at the end of grand? Uh huh. Is there is a grande? No, just like. L e g r a n d f o o d i n g. Thanks for translating. No problem. Legrandfooding.com. Said, 
Um, so uh, I want to welcome XNY to Snacky Tunes, who already, before they've even played a song, have just become my favorite band ever to show up because they brought ribs. He's like, oh, I did my research on you guys. And I go, okay. Uh, and you nailed it. These ribs are awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself, and then we'll talk about the ribs. I'm Jacob. And I'm Pam. Shout out to Damien. Hey. Eat pizza. <laughs> what up, really action. Listen, I said, we'll say it before, say it again. Without PR and agents and things like that, our show wouldn't exist. So hats off to you. You've gotten us out of so many jams. I know, I know. Uh, Girly action, represent. What's up? <laughs> so, I know we're supposed to talk about the music, but talk to me about these ribs. Because they're no one's, no one's ever brought us ribs before. We got pulled pork from John uh, at ah, Dinosaur Barbecue. Okay, no, I almost fuck. did pulled pork. No, these are great. I, I love ribs. Who doesn't? The tactile feeding feeling of eating ribs is like amazing. No, it's internal. That's how food is supposed to be eaten, mm-hmm. where you just like grab it and it gets everywhere, and then you kind of like feel bad, but not really, and you keep going. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the point. Keep yeah. It. Don't it's supposed it. to be dirty. I'm going to clean it. I'll just on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Lick um, it off. But you, you won a barbecue uh, rib competition? It wasn't like anything big. It was like... It was okay, let me... Did you compete against other people making ribs? Yes, I did. Did you win? I did. Then that's great. Then, yeah, I fucking killed it. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so I'm sure these are great. There's a lot of sauce. These are good. Yeah, um, I like sauce a lot. Do you get the benefits of his cooking? Yeah, that's all I do. Awesome. That's why. I, that's why he's in the band. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tryouts weren't so much of uh, how well you could drum, but if no. you could like make ribs. Yeah, that's pretty much it. She was. You keep Pam fed, she stays happy. Yeah, it's true. I'm very hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's why. Yeah. But I keep staring at. It and I really want it. We always do that with bands. We're like, oh, hey, here's some uh, lactose. Do you want to just eat some cheese before you go to sleep? <laughs> so how did you two meet? How did you get together? Um, we were living in Boston where Jacob won the rib off. And Boston. we we were next Bassin. to our neighbors. And we actually met because he was playing very loudly um, with his drum set next door. And I told him to shut up. And so we need to play together instead, which worked. And then... He made a deal with me because apparently he was stealing my internet and he said, listen, if I steal your internet, can I make you dinner like once or twice a month? It was like a trade off. I was like, I was like, I don't want to pay for internet, but I'll cook you dinner because Pam just pretty much lives off of peanut butter, jelly and pretzels. And now ribs. And now ribs. And now ribs. (laughs) But now we we, we moved in together. So now he, I just get food all the time. Are you two together together? No. No. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Not really, kind of. Are we? Who Are we knows? <laughs> I don't know. Look, I mean, you're stealing her internet, you're making her meals, you're living in together, you're playing a band together. It does we, sound we have children together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, we sleep at the same bed, it's head to toe, top sheet, bottom sheet. <laughs> um, that's great. Oh, Boston. I don't miss you that much. At all. At all. I never think about it. I, uh, when I graduated from BU, I left the next day, and I've been back for maybe 18 hours for, like, work. Yeah. 24 hours a day. I would say 23 hours. If you go for 24 hours. We actually went there, and we told each other, we're not going to stay here for more than 24 hours. At about hour 22, Pam calls me at, like, 7 in the morning and was like, we need to get the fuck out of here. And (laughs) we did. We couldn't even do 24 hours. Uh, I go there. I get, like, Anna's Taqueria. And, like, I go there. And I'm like, like, what do we even want to do here? Exactly. You have to be there for a reason. And that's a good one. That's Anna's Taqueria. That's a good reason. The band that we had in last week was from Boston. They were great. They were a lot of fun. Who was it? Yeah, what was it? Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
It doesn't even matter who it was because they're from Boston. <laughs> Shit, man. Can't say that. That's a major I, what city. Is, what, I mean, I don't know what it is about Boston that just... Sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's totally true. People really, like, I have, I have a real just problem with, um, I don't know, like, the winters are really tough. The people are really mean. Yeah. Um... I mean, Pam, Pam and I dropped, we ended our education early to get out of there. Where did uh, you guys go to school? Uh, we were at Berkeley, and okay. at, after, like, two years, both of us were just like... No. <laughs> no, done. It's, it's the city. I mean, I think that they would have a lot more... I, I think know. if they stayed open past 8 p.m. Ugh, that's what, I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's like the I, curfew. The yeah. city curfew. Well, the band last last week, Karl Marx, uh, they're like part of like the new music trend. Um, and then uh, they, there's like a whole new scene. I mean, like there is camaraderie, but I think it's camaraderie in the shittiness of Boston. I completely agree with you. Uh, I mean, there's some good food up there. Like Jamie Bissonette's places are great, but like... But it's know. not good enough. No. It's not like the way that like Philly has gotten its own scene now. Oh, and I love, yeah. Like, yeah. Philly is great awesome. Food. And I used to feel that way about Philly, like, because that's where I grew up. I was like, I'm never going back there. I'm never going back there. I'm like, oh, I love this town. Like, it's got its own identity. Boston's just like... It's like a city of almost. It's like oh, almost. That's, yeah. Almost. Yeah. That was almost good. Oh, okay. Well, you know it's going to be great? What? When you play a song for us right now. Ooh, stop mm. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Segue. <laughs> Okay. Um, Wait, is Jacob? Jacob's still no, eating no, pizza. Okay. He's good. <laughs> Let's do it. This this whole show is about sneaking in bites of pizza. Um, so what's the first song that we got? I think we're going to play Jaw. Are we? <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Okay, here we jaw. go. This Ex- is a... Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, you can do it. Please. No, you, you, no you, please do it. Uh, so here's Jaw by XNY live on Snacky Tunes, the pizza remix. Yeah. As I munch on pizza icing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Set me on fire My lover and I Had a hard few nights Getting used to the bite I'm a shark now Got a switch blade Tucked into my teeth It's a sharp trade For a faulty grenade I'm a quick thief I'm making friends with the monuments I'm not the same as your brother
the bike, I'm a shark now. Set me on fire, set me on A lot of food going in, a lot of voice coming out. Um, so, what do you guys love about playing with each other? You guys seem to have like, a really good connection. You guys seem to be friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Real good friends. Yeah? We yeah. built this friendship <laughs> from stolen internet, right? From yeah. stolen internet. <laughs> oh, can I ask what the network name was? Was it something funny? No, nope. it was like a Tory. That's how he knew it was me. <laughs> it's my last name. Oh. It wasn't. Now our internet name is Funkatron or something. Planet Funkatron. Planet Funkatron. That's good. I feel like there's a whole. <laughs> Humor sect of uh, wireless names. Yeah, there. Um, somebody in my our building it goes really hog wild with it. Where like, like they change it like every day, like every week. It's just it's new and it's usually like current with what's going on. I, so. I feel like that's the new uh, uh, answering machine message. Right. Yeah. It's like the wireless connection. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's really short and only a few people really can appreciate <laughs> the creativity that goes into it. So when you guys got the fuck out of Boston. You knew you were coming to New York? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah? Yeah. The bright Still Lake, the big city? <laughs> yeah. That just drew you? I think it was just because there's more than two music venues in New York. I'm really dizzy. Yeah, you're going. <laughs> it's totally I fine. I feel like it's like I, a bitter lover. I'm like, you You really betrayed I li- me. I have no love lost for that city. Okay, good. I'm so glad. Like, the only good view of Boston is in the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Do you know that sign that says "You oh, turn to Boston"? It's right. Do you next think anyone to takes it? It's, it's right, right next to you. Yeah, right when you you're heading about? out, there's this giant sign. It's just like "You turn to Boston, you can go out, and it'll take you to Cambridge." And we're always just like, "No, Fuck no." <laughs> um, so you came to New York. You live close to here, right? Yeah, we live off Graham. Okay. Well, don't say where you live. I know. I was just, yeah. just, I was just taking it back. No yeah. one really cares. Please come. We need friends. Uh, so, how long you been in the city? Um, two years now? Yeah, two years. You liking it? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think it's fun. So what community, like, what's, what's, who are your colleagues in the music world? Like, who you, who you jamming with? Who you doing, who you, who you gigging with? Ooh. As they say. Ooh, do they say that? Uh, I don't know, maybe in the 80s. <laughs> maybe, we'll check out LaFooding if they said gigging. <laughs> um, who are you playing with? We play, we play with a lot of different people. We're still, like, we, we really play a lot of New York shows, and we're starting our tour, um, in the spring to do... Um, some bigger stuff, which we're doing like without any other bands, really. So it's yeah, like... we're getting a lot of help from Silent Lions, which is um, an Ohio-based band. They're kind of like Road wa- Road Warriors, where they just are playing constantly, um, yeah. constantly we, gigging on the road. Yeah, just like living out of a van type of thing. Um, does, does that hold any desire for you two? Living to out of a like, van? Yeah, yeah, like, it definitely does. Yeah, we we just don't have a van. We have a four-door sedan, which is great for regional. <laughs> 
Well, it's just the two of you, right? Yeah. yeah. And how much gear do you have? I mean, not a lot. It's just it's pretty much my drum set, and then Pam has two guitars and an amp. So it's not it's not it's too not a much. lot. It fills the car up for sure. No, I guess I guess your vehicle also doubles as possibly where you're crashing. At yeah. Times. Yeah, we've we've definitely had several nights like trying to push the two front seats back had, as much as we could. <laughs> yeah, and we've stayed at this we stayed at this one place. Um, this person that came to our show, we were like, hey, we really need a place to crash, and we went, and. It, it was the most bizarre. It was the most bizarre the sleeping experiment. It was no. It was oh the van. Which, yeah, what are that you was great. About? I'm talking about we slept in a basement and oh, the God. person that we slept that, who let us sleep there was sleeping on the couch and, and like they let us sleep in their bed, which is in the basement. This is, sounds very very sketchy. It is, and the the person said, you know, I I have to sleep with the TV on. It's just comforting to me. So we're like, okay, fine, whatever. So we wake up at like 2 a.m. and. It's a channel of Jesus Christ and like, like and like all about those, Jesus. Like, really religious. Like, I mean, it was the most frightening thing to try to sleep to, and we both just sat there and tossed and turned all night, thinking, "How are we going to shut this off?" And we couldn't figure out how to shut it off. She had it on. It wasn't just on though. It was like at max volume. So, yeah. And it was a big screen TV, like an old school. But she was at your show. Yes. Yeah. But she was passed out. She was fine. But passed we were out because she was comforted. Yeah, by she was comforted by the warm embrace of our Lord and Savior Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, and we were like <laughs> having nightmares, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, I think I'm dying tonight." Yeah, we need to get out of here. And we left at five. We did. It was another. We need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know, you start to realize uh, when you do those type of things, uh, like if you go on tour, you do like a lot of crashing with people, is the really, really just like unique way that a lot of people sleep. Yeah. And how yeah. you realize you only, I mean, look, everyone sleeps next to like what, like a dozen people in their life. If it's not some like drunken pass out or something like yeah. that. But like, where do you like, you're like, what? It's like, yeah, they had the bathtub running all night <laughs> and like their parakeet was chirping and they were asleep. But I, I yeah. um, what keeps me awake is like those old clocks where you can hear the second hand moving. Oh, it sounds interesting. It, it, I don't know what it is. And like people fall asleep. I was like, I was like, isn't it so loud? Like, can't you not hear? Can you not hear that? Wait, that keeps you... Keeps me up. Oh, keeps you awake. Yeah. I'm thinking you're saying it keeps you asleep. Yeah, I'm like, that no is way. really like counting sheep or No something. way. It's, it's like anxiety. It's like, <laughs> here's the second. That's me thinking, yeah. wow, time is really going by, and I'm not doing anything right now. What am I going to do? Sleep? That's, I'm dying right it, now. Pam <laughs> has a lot of Spirals. death thoughts while she's trying to go to bed. Um, are you cooking on the road at all? Do you, like, what's, what's your food game like? Cooking on the road, making peanut butter and sandwiches. Yeah, we we do we do a lot of packing. You know, I actually have this weird thing. Um, I I never eat fast food ever, just you know, because it makes me never. feel sick. But for some reason, well, like when you're drunk, it doesn't really count. I don't think it is because like Taco Bell becomes that like stuff the sacred me, food. I'll put it that stuff makes me feel worse than drinking. Oh, it's like fast when food? I eat that stuff late at night. Yeah, it's horrible. When I go for fourth meal, terrible. Feels good going down, but. <laughs> But like when we go on the road, I have this tradition where I have to eat at McDonald's. Yeah, I. You know what? So, I totally understand. I don't know what it is, and I always regret What's it. Order. What do you and get? I always get the two cheeseburgers with the small fry and a large iced tea. That's a good order. And I put the fries on the cheeseburger. Ooh. I know. I, I have to. It do looks it. so good. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm I can't. Cheap. I love fries, <laughs> and I can't. And their fries just taste like plastic to me. Yeah, I'm a like if I go to McDonald's, I get the. the I get a large vanilla shake oh, and, a, so and like a giant fry, and that's what I'll eat. It's awful. I mean, like, <laughs> do you ever go to Wendy's and yeah. dip the fries in the frosty? In the frosty. Totally. Cool. 
Oh, it's like the salty and sweet thing. I don't yeah. know what it does. It's, it's just like it's a big move. You guys that... both sound like you're PMSing. Really? As you're talking about this. I have been feeling bloated lately. Yeah. <laughs> and my emotions have been running out of control. Um all right. In honor of me needing some comforting music while I menstruate. <laughs> why don't we have you play another song? All right, all right. We'll do it. What do, what do you, what do you have Cure for the Cramps? What do you got? Ooh, Cure for the Cramps. Yeah, it's a freebie if you need a song okay, title. Okay, okay, Cure for the Cramps goes out to... Can we do Rotten? Is that, yeah, we can do is Rotten. That, is that a good title to go for Cure for the Cramps? Yeah. Or Right yeah. On? <laughs> right On, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll do Rotten. Okay. Cover me and drag my bones. My lover told me. I was headed home, where'd you go? I gathered all your favorite things, I told you I felt nothing. I was headed home, where'd you go? How long can you keep this up? How far do you feel anything?
Wow. Epic. Oh, thank Man. you. Wow. That's so great. Wonderful. So cool. I'm so glad that you're liking it. Would you say if you weren't, though? It's like Boston? Um, no, I'm pretty, you know. Obvious. No, I mean, look, I, I, we don't book things that we don't like on the show. Oh, it's really, it, it's, it's a very good litmus test. Like if, you know, if you're on the show, we'd like you. Oh, that's so nice. I don't know. It's, there's, <laughs> that's our agenda. The same goes for us. With awesome. You. Thank you. <laughs> well, we know that we all love ribs and we hate Boston. I know. I think, I think we're on a good first date. Man, I, I really, I mean, we, I, I have to say, I know I keep harping on this. We talk so much shit on Boston this show. Like, I would say every, like, at least, like, every couple of weeks, it's just like, fuck that place. Yeah. I think it's good to talk shit about it. It's all... Because people love it. All right. We got to stop. We got to stop. So you guys are going on the road. Uh, What cities are you going to hit? We're hitting all of the above. All the above? (laughs) A through D. All of it. A through D. Um, Is this your first, like, big, big tour? It is. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got to take off work, right? Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! How many yeah. weeks do you take? You go to the road for? I don't know. Oh, like I think three. We'll probably be taking three, three off. Yeah. Yeah. Do the people at we won't say where you work, okay. but it's a very suit and tie professional oh, yeah. place. Do they know about your musical? They do, and they're very supportive of it, kind of. Well, I bet you there's a lot of people who are there who just like, ah, man, I gave up my. They are, there are. Yeah. I admit, they all come to me secretly while I'm at, like at the front. Like I do reception, right? So yeah. I'll be at the front. They'll come to me and be like, you know, I, I play piano. I'm like, <laughs> so ashamed. Really? And they're like, yeah, I, I stopped playing five years ago. Um, I you know the job. I was like, the job. <laughs> this is so. It's it's all about the job. Oh, I bet you they use the word gig. They totally use. The they word totally. Gig. It's like, oh, you got a gig tonight? Yeah, and they're really, and they get, they get smile like you're smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, that's, you know, it's a lot of the, really, you know, I, I know a lot of people who had a lot of love for musical instruments, and they get into those jobs where they're 60, 70 hours a week, and the family, and the money, and the money. It's all about the money. It is all about the money. That's what I've learned. Really? Yeah, it's like everyone's in it for the money. Does, no one likes their job where you work. I think, so, I think some people do. But I think that it's, at the end of the day, it's like, holy crap, I can get a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of jobs that are based in, you know, finance and things like that, I mean, the ultimate goal is to make as much money as possible, and they don't really care, as we've seen. But that starts to make them happy, so then they like their job. Yeah, I guess. I know. Isn't it hell to think about? It's a mindfuck. It's a mindfuck. It's a total mindfuck. Well, at least they know about it. At least you're not trying to keep it a secret. Yeah, I just I went into it and I was like, "Listen, I'm a musician." And then they hired me, which I was like, "Wow, this is that worked." <laughs> and I think it's because they knew that I would just be okay with doing really shitty work. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, I do all the She's an artist. <laughs> she can get coffee. Make her clean out that closet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, could yeah. you do your artist music thing to uh, the copier room? <laughs> uh, do they ever make you perform at the company parties? No, I, I skipped the last one. I think we had a gig, so I didn't. No. Make- oh! You got a gig. No, oh, do you know? <laughs> do you know what it was? I remember what? you were seeing Beyonce. Oh, I was seeing oh. Beyonce. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Because uh-huh. I was like, listen, you guys, I can't make it. I'm going to see Beyonce, and they're like, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, no one was excited that you were seeing Beyonce. I mean, there were a couple of people, but they were jealous. Right. Well, yeah. it, this company, companies are run on jealousy. Um, let's be honest. You know, <laughs> I have to say, at my new company, I don't think there's jealousy. Really? That's yeah. A good company then. It. They're really good. Shout out to Refinery Twenty Nine. 
holding yeah, me down. Yeah. Uh, no, it? it's great. Refinery Twenty Nine. They're the best. It's it's uh they have a no mean girls policy. That's awesome. It's awesome. There's no there aren't really mean girls at this one. Um no I can't imagine working in a place like that. Look, food is like that. Are you a mean that. girl? Do Are I you disappointed? Do by I it? seem like a mean girl? <laughs> I mean I feel like if I put on a wig on, a wig on you you'd be kind of mean. I don't know. I really I really just I mean have one you ever the, dressed in drag? If I just if I were dressed in drag uh I did dress in drag once. And were you mean? No we I used to do all right fine I used to do <laughs> theater. In high school. Okay. And, like, I did carpentry. Oh, and yeah. the third night of every performance was, like, the prank night. And so myself and this other guy named Judah Dickstein, um, also Jewish, just in case you were wondering, Judah Dickstein. <laughs> um, you know, you're supposed to wear all black when you're changing sets. And we didn't say anything. We just both showed up in drag. Oh, and just, awesome. like, changed sets. Like, just did our job exactly oh, the same. God. And so, like, we would come out and move sets. And we were in dresses. That's and, like, awesome. it took... People a little bit of time because it was like you know it was like dark and it was and we were wearing black, but then like after like the second third time people like saw that like you know we were wearing like stuffed bras and like panty like yeah so that's, that's awesome really, really yeah cool. yeah that's the only time because I was like I was like how am I gonna top that because I'm not really a Halloween guy yeah are you a Halloween people not really yeah I used to get really into it not really though. I was Pam, the cooking spray once. Oh, that was my favorite. That and was that actually was my one top, thing. And then I just didn't. That's ever when get I back knew there. that I liked Pam, like off the bat, is I. That's like, a great point. We friended each other, and I saw like a picture on her Facebook, and she's dressed as Pam, and I was like, boom. Boom. <laughs> boom. <laughs> Friends. Friends. Um, man, I could keep talking for forever, but we're I like, we're, we, I want to get one more song in before we run out of time. Okay, sure, um, definitely. But you guys can stick around. We got pizza to eat. I know. I have. I have to have a slice. You should have to have more yeah. than a slice because I'm super full because I ate well, literally every station at Taste Talk, <laughs> and then I'm going to the Cook It Raw thing afterwards, and then I'm going to go what home. Is and that? Are they cooking as or is it raw? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a really big to do, and I'm like, oh, I should read up on about it before I go, and I just have do not. You think it's raw? I think there's a lot of foraging. I don't know. I feel is, like is most it raw and cooked. I feel like most food starts off raw before you cook it. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's they're wearing like unwashed denim and it's like raw denim. Um, well, I can't thank you enough for coming on, Damien. You got to send me the album. One track is just not going to do it. You got it. Where can people find you online? Whether nuts and bolts. Xnymusic.com is our website and then facebook is facebook.com slash x and y official because there are people that try to be us <laughs> oh for real yeah yeah there's a company in china that makes watches and based is on to, us is trying to take our name yeah um <laughs> and then all your tour dates are up there and everything do you guys have like a band camp or where can people get yeah. the album we oh, yeah. have a band camp it's on our website okay under music and you can buy the album off there or on itunes if you just type in x and y it'll come up yeah that's awesome it's all letters orange. x n y it's a lot of is it x it's and great that's y? a good googleability right yeah Optimized uh, CEO. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I mean, we have bands on here that's like the summer. You know? (laughs) Or like Hugo Boss. I wish actually that'd be a great band name, but uh, that would be. That would be. Start that band. Uh, My days of being in in music groups. It's the job. Got no time to be in a band. Got no time to be a DJ anymore. I want to name my band Cooked Raw. Ooh. (laughs) Cooked Raw. Wait, did you just break up the band? We just broke up. Oh shit! Shit! You and I well, are starting a band. <laughs> uh, as long as my part of the band could be like percussion sounds with me eating ribs and oh then dropping the bones on the plate. <laughs> yeah. Dropping the bones on the plate. 
That's a great line. Yeah. That's, that's, a good well, that should be the title of your album. No, that should be... Put that in your next song. Put the... Yeah, I'm dropping the bones on the plate. Uh, you know, like the tears the, that drop from my face or like the bones you drop on the plate. Oh, my God. That's great. That's a good Brilliant. breakup lyric. Yeah. There you go. It's like, who are you dating? That sounds intense. Oh, I got a great girlfriend. She's a writer. I credit, you know. She never likes credit. the stuff I write for her, though. I'm like, babe, put this put this in your next article. She's like, oh, shut up with your 24 hours of puns. And um, well, listen, I want to thank you guys. This is awesome. Totally love the Sunday show. It's yeah, great. It's relaxing. Super vibes. Yeah. It's going to be really nice in the winter, too, because they bring in, uh, if you can't see it, but Roberta's, they bring in this, like, wood uh, oven, wood fire burning oven, oh. and it's just relaxed. We'll get all snug up in the shipping containers. <laughs> well, I want to shout out everybody, Heritage Radio, Roberta's. Um, I'll, Greg and I are taking next week off. He's going to be in London still, and I'm going out to feast with Mike Thielen, which was one of my uh, favorite episodes this year. He and I just talked for an hour and a half. No musical breaks. It was great. We just was it only your favorite episode? I don't know. <laughs> listeners like it. I don't know. <laughs> I, we should ask our six listeners. <laughs> and seven if you count our mom. Uh, I know. It's, I don't know. If you, hey, if you like us, just find us at Snacky Tunes and uh, just tell us that you're out there listening. Um, I like you. I, I know. You, you brought me ribs. I really like you. <laughs> and, of course, shout out to Girly Action. Yeah. Woo-woo. Always. Um, so thank you. And Anna, always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, thank you for teaching me how to say things in French. <laughs> uh, all right, so what's the last song you take us out on? We're going to play Right On. Right On. Right, right on. on. All right, so here we go. X and Y, Right On, Live on Snacky Tunes. We'll be back in two weeks with Alan Salkin, who just wrote a tell-all book on the Food Network. It's Ooh. amazing. I'm, like, almost done with it. It's it's there's some shit that went down. Really? Oh yeah. I've heard it's it's kind of a crazy environment back there. Yeah, I mean that's the that's what I that's the environment that I left to take this. Wow. It's nuts. And you go you read the book and you go like oh, trying to sell TV shows is nuts. Wow. But it's a great book. And Alan Salkin, I told him he was on here years ago. He's like, why can't I come back on? I was like, when you finish your book. <laughs> so we're having him back on. That's awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't budge. I drew a line in the sand. I was like, just finish your fucking book already. Is it like a kitchen confidential part two? And, no, it, I mean, it's really a biography of it, but it's oh, it's okay. great. If you really want to learn, I mean, if you have any interest in the Food Network, it's a must-read. If you have any interest in, like, television or just that type of stuff, it's great. They have all the heavy hitters. Everyone's been interviewed. Um, that is so cool. Yeah, yeah it's super cool. Scenes. Yeah. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Man, I'm just dragging this out. I don't want to add. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, right on, X and Y on Snacky Tunes. We'll see you in a couple weeks. And if you're going to be out in Portland for Feast, uh, find me online. We'll say hi. We'll do a high five. Uh, all right. Take it away. I don't know if I can change the world. I was helpless a mile ago. Well, I'm just about to end it all, and here I am looking for a way out. It took a heavy heart to hold me down. I was running blind. I was leaving all your secrets. No, I long to keep them far away from you and all your demons. Take a look. Keep in time on all your baby rhymes and better.
Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.